Well, another thing you're doing to differentiate, and you you mentioned it briefly, security. Relatively newer to the the business. Talk about the dive into security. So actually, my dad was at a nationwide prime time, and they were talking about connected appliances, and that's kind of where the industry is going. Um, and my dad had an employee that was doing security services, um, and he's the one that started the security business. So he kind of got to be enveloped under the Spikers umbrella um, and take that uh, side hustle into a full-time passion. Welcome to the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. We're heading out to Hagerstown, Maryland uh, for this week's episode of the podcast and talking to Spikers Appliance and Security uh, based out there. Three stores up along uh, the I-80 something, 81, 85, one of those uh, interstate corridors uh, where they run through three states, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Maryland for their three locations. Uh, not too far from one another, but still happen to to land in three different states and an awesome story uh, with the Spikers team and talking to Callan Spiker specifically, vice president of the company there, a uh, fourth generation, working on the fourth generation of a family run business there um, based out of Hagerstown and, um, you know, started in the appliance space and, and uh, grandfather that, you know, saw the opportunity to go out on his own after servicing appliances and, and starting his business and, um, really establishing the Spikers name in that area. And um, more recently, though, kind of differentiating the business and diving into the security world, um, something that, that you don't often see, you know, an appliance and security uh, tag along with an independent retail business. But that's what Spikers does. And um, not only do they do it, I mean, they are truly taking steps to establish that security arm, uh, or the security division as uh, really like a second business for what they um, have built there in Hagerstown. And uh, Callan dives into it. She's got a brother, Ethan, that is also part of the team there. And they're they're working to, you know, build out that security division as um, something that can run on its own and, uh, you know, truly make the investment in, um, in that business like they have the appliance world. And, you know, we dive into it all from, you know, what it's like getting that up and running to, uh, the the way they've established it as a differentiator for spikers and you know even some of the the questions they're taking and tackling from consumers you know on the cybersecurity side of things so plenty to learn from Callan and team there at spikers and excited to share their story here with you on the independent thinking podcast All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast and uh, excited. You know, Hagerstown's not too terribly far. We were talking about this beforehand. Maybe like, I don't know, an hour, hour and a half outside of uh, Philly. You're closer to D.C. and Baltimore, Callan. But, um, yeah, so about an hour and a half outside Baltimore, D.C. area. Awesome. And, uh, you know, so that for me is like a drive out the turnpike and down south 81 a little bit, I think. Is yeah, that, that sound about right? Yeah. 78 to 81. <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> awesome. Well, Callan Spiker, appreciate you jumping on the Independent Thinking podcast this morning and uh, diving into it with us. So how how you doing, first of all? Good. Um, <laughs> it is November, so all of the Black Friday craziness kicking off, but you know, another year, it sneaks up every time. <laughs> really does. No kidding. And uh, getting cold this time of year. We just, we're we recording this right after daylight savings uh, 
you know, kicked in. So I'm sure, you know, getting dark early and just a fun time of year all around, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mariah Carey broke out of the ice. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, well, so Spiker's uh, appliance and, and security that we'll get to dive into. Um, but before that, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your background and uh, we'll start there. Yeah, sure. Um, so I didn't really have a choice to go into the appliance industry. <laughs> <laughs> being raised around it. Um, my dad is third generation, um, appliance owner business. So, um, it, you know, I started working at Spikers when I was 15. Um, I did make a, um, after college, I actually worked at GE appliances. So I got to work, um, on the other side of the business for a couple of years. Um, it was invaluable experience really, um, got to learn a lot about, um, like what dealers ask for and how to operate and how to merchandise on that kind of level. Um, cause I did work in sales. So I started off in Louisville, um, went to New York city for a couple of years. Um, and then, uh, my dad decided to be very dramatic and have a heart attack. Oh. Um, he's, oh, he's okay, of course, yep. and doing well, but, um, that kind of inspired me to move back home. So I've been working now at Spikers for the past Almost five years, which is crazy. He could have just asked, right? He could have just asked. I know, right? That's what I tell him all the time. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I I love asking, um, you know, our our members, obviously, you know, independent retail, a lot of those second, third generation uh, stories that you hear about. And, you know, my natural follow-up to hearing about your background is like, did you ever have a choice? You know, did you feel like you could have gone on and done whatever? And you did for a little bit, right? Going to yes. work for G. So, but, but did you feel like, you know, was there always a calling or did you always feel like you'd end up back in, you know, the family business? Oh, no, business? I never thought I'd end up back here. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I was up and out um, and I, I just wanted to see different things. And I'm yeah. really grateful that I was able to have that experience. Um, I'm one of four. Um, so I'm part of the fourth generation coming in. Um, but you know, I always thought it would be one of my other siblings and it turns out sometimes you're the most qualified and it's like a good fit too. Um, it makes it sound like I didn't love coming back because I, I very much did. Um, you know, you have a lot of skills and you really want to kind of prove what you can do. Um, and sometimes at big corporations, that's a bit difficult. Um, small corporations, you can make a really big difference um, pretty immediately. And I love being able to do that. So no, that's awesome. and not having a email follow up of someone <laughs> at corporate not responding or something like that. Like now I can just walk down the hall and be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, what's I going need on? This. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it, and, you know, you talk about those different experiences. I, I mean, Hagerstown to Louisville to New York, very different towns. So what, yes. what is it that drew you back to um, obviously family and, and being a part of it? Right. But, you know, need to be able to experience that, I'm sure. And, and um you know, kind of work in different, not just environments, but different kind of towns too, right? New York to Hagerstown is very, very different for anyone that's never been to, you know, towns of those kind. Yeah. Well, in New York, the customers are hard. They, they tell you the truth. They won't sugarcoat it. Um, you know, but they also love hard too. So when you do something really great, they're going to shower you with praise too. It's like, you know, you're the best rep I ever had, or I'm trying to do I that. Like, I was going to say, I like that you, well, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate that. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it was a 
great way to learn a lot really fast. Um, and also like growing up in a small town, my last name has, you know, a lot of people know it. Um, living in New York, no one cared. And that was great for me as well, where I felt like I could learn um, without being without any of that context, um, which I needed and was really valuable. Um, so coming back here where people are a lot kinder, <laughs> well, I wouldn't say maybe the same amount of kind, maybe just not as uh, blunt. <laughs> um, you know, it's really different, but I also learned in that environment. So I'm not afraid <laughs> to be blunt when necessary. <laughs> That's all. Though I, being a, a Philadelphia resident, I get that as well, you know, like kind of that little sister of New York City, very, uh, very much aligned whether they want to admit it or not, the personality yes. type. So yes. <laughs> I know what it's like. Uh, but, yeah. um, so how, you know, how is business today? What, what's, uh, what's life like? Uh, three stores. Am I right? Yeah. Three yep. stores. Um, business is doing well. You know, this year's ever since COVID things have just been weird. I keep on yeah. saying, I'm going to stop trying to predict what's going to happen next, but I still try. Um, Things have been crazy, um, and then they kind of wound down a bit this year. Things have been a bit more consistent, um, but you know, October hit and things got really crazy. So, no no telling, right? It's uh, yeah. You, know, you hear all the, you know, I feel like we've been hearing that R word for multiple years at this point, and um, keeps getting kind of kicked down the road. That that can, but you know, yeah, uh, it's interesting. You see those quarters where it's like it takes a little bit of a dip and then comes back up. So. Um, you know, it is a weird environment. How do you guys as a business kind of navigate that? Do you, can you plan or how, well, you have to plan, right? As a business, yeah. so how do you, <laughs> like, what are you doing? I think it's, um, not planning sometimes on like exponential growth, you know, um, everyone wants to just see those numbers go up every time, but, you know, we're, we're not looking at quarterly earnings and trying to talk to shareholders in that type of way. We're planning on the long term. Um, so how can you make decisions that, you know, are for the success of the long-term business, um, and making decisions with that in mind rather than, you know, what, what is this Black Friday going to look at? Cause for sure I'm going to worry about it, but I also want to make sure we're good in 10 Black Fridays from now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. So what is, you know, working right now in business, whether that's product or other areas of the business that you're focusing on? Yeah. Um, I think right now we're really focused on like branding and how we're positioned in the marketplace to make sure we're differentiating ourselves on our online presence as well. Um, and I think with customers that we already have, it's pretty obvious how we can make that sales pitch. We're really dedicated to customer service um, and service in general. We only service what we sell. Uh, so that kind of extends also to the security and appliance side of things. We're known um, for being just good people to work with. You know, we might we might tell it to you straight um, where you might need a new one or, you know, you can fix this one or and we'll work with you, but it's having those good conversations um, and making sure we show that online um, and in our branding as well. No, I, I love that. And you mentioned the word uh, differentiation and, um, you know, the, that's always the service part has always been a part, big part of the business for Spikers, right? Back to yes. you know, when you guys were founded. So it's awesome to see that that continues. You know, I, obviously yeah. things can change over time and businesses evolve, but that's one thing that's always kind of been there. 
Yeah, my grandfather, um, when he started the company with his dad, he worked as a servicer first. Um, so he really knows that side of the business very well. Appliances have changed a lot <laughs> since then. Um, but, you know, our dedication to service has not. I don't. I don't think he had to worry about TVs and touchscreens <laughs> on refrigerators, or cameras on the inside, checking you know expiration dates and things like that. So it for is a sure. very Having different world. Having computer boards and yeah. things like that, it's just a lot different. Yeah. Um, well, another thing you're doing to differentiate, and you you mentioned it briefly, um, security, kind of mm -hmm. relatively newer to the the business. Talk about the you know the the dive into security for Spike yeah. It came on like 2009. Um, so actually my dad was at a nationwide, um, primetime event and they were talking about connected appliances and that's kind of where the industry is going. Um, and my dad had an employee that was doing security services, um, and kind of saw that connected aspect, um, from talking to him as well. He had a side hustle, um, and it worked out really well. Um, they, I mean, Mike Bowers has been uh, working at Spiker since he was 18, um, and he's the one that started the security business. So he kind of got to be enveloped under the Spiker's umbrella um, and take that uh, side hustle into a full-time passion. That's awesome. And, and when you say full-time passion, I mean, it's um, you know, it's part of the name, which is cool. But then, too, you could see that, I mean, you guys are really invested in it in the fact that you, oh, there's yeah. a whole separate <laughs> website and, and everything that's going on. So talk about just that commitment and you know, when you say diving in head first, you, you really have. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not something for us that we dabble in a lot of the security concerns, um, with big corporations, whether that's the, what the security that you're putting in or, you know, a house, um, you want to make sure you're secure. So making sure you're certified and you have great techs, um, all of our techs actually, um, or, a lot of our senior techs are former TV technicians. Um, so obviously TVs is something that people don't generally fix anymore. Yeah. Um, so getting them cross certified um, has been able to keep a lot of them um, while we've been installing security uh, systems. No, that's awesome. And I mean, I see, uh, you know, just kind of putzing around the, uh, the security website for you guys, uh, residential, commercial, uh, you mentioned the smart home solutions on there. So a lot of medical alerts too, uh, you know, it crazy yes. to kind of the, uh, you fall and can't get up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Those little, uh, the, that, oh man, that commercial, we might have to play that over top of this as we're <laughs> putting it yes. together. Uh, that, um, core memory unlocked right there. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean, it, it is a kind of a vast, um, segment, right? Like a, a lot of ins and outs to, uh, you know, what goes on in, not not just security, but it kind of ties into the rest of the smart home, right? So, you know, whether it's you or um, other other employees at Spiker, like how are you guys staying on top of the the trends and, and sort of what goes on in this this category? Yeah, I think we started off with more thinking it would be a more residential type of business just because we're already in a lot of yeah. homes with appliances, but it's turned out to be a much more commercial enterprise. Um, so then you're talking about you know, different types of scanners going in and out of doors, um, fingerprint scanners, all of that kind of stuff um, has really taken off as well. Um, so staying on top of it uh, has been really interesting, but they have different buying groups just like appliances do. Um, it's not, it's a little bit different uh, industry. Yeah. I think um, 
the entrance of Simply Safe and Ring has definitely been a huge um, shift within the industry. I would liken it to probably when LG and Samsung came into the appliance industry and really shook things up. Um, GE and Whirlpool had to kind of figure things out and it was a struggle for those companies for a couple of years. And I think in my opinion, security is kind of going through that same type of function, at least on the residential side, where I think um, those legacy companies are kind of trying to figure out a new way to go to business. Yeah, no, that's a, an interesting point for sure. And, um, you know, when you see, I, you know, I even think it, like you think about an Amazon that has, I believe they own Ring, uh, and then they have their own, you know, product as well with Blink and everything that goes in there. So, um, you know, it's becoming more like, consumerized right you know it's, yes. it's something they're making it cool and flashy again <laughs> yeah <laughs> be in and that a business. lot easier point yeah. of entry. um yeah. i i mean i can get into the quality and yeah. also the different hacking things now if you yep. want me to no, I've, um I've, should i go ahead yeah well so that's you you bring up a, a a good point because you know as more it becomes more attainable by consumers right so um you know, kind of, there's a couple ways you can go. There's there's the door that it opens to, um, you know, consumers kind of trying to put their own systems in place, and they're not certified like a, a spiker's tech would be, yes. um, and creating issues there. And then also just the idea that, you know, you are putting more technology in your home, and we it's age old. You know, as as old as technology is, there's you know kind of the the thought that there are bad actors out there. So. Um, yeah. you know, are you seeing raised concerns around consumers, like as they put these products in their home, kind of what yeah. they're opening themselves up to? And well, and there's two different parts of like having cameras. Yeah. Um, you can have cameras in your house, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily monitored, um, which means that they'll call the cops if something happens. Right. Um, so like you can watch someone break into your house and like HD camera, um, yeah, or, right. <laughs> but as most people use this product, it's really just to watch someone ring the doorbell to, yep. you know, let some, your kids into the house. Uh, mine is a kennel cam to watch my dog. Um, you know, all of the important things too, which is like 99% of what people are using it for. Um, the hacking is definitely a concern. Um, there's different levels of certification for these products. Um, so we sell everything is UL certified um, for us. So we do not actually sell Ring or Simply Safe because they are not UL certified, um, just because it just means basically that they're easier to hack. Yeah. Um, and also, I feel like because they're such a big name, um, that kind of that information might be out there a little bit easier. Um, so it's why it's part of the reason why we don't sell it. Um, at the end of the day, all, uh, products can be hacked. Um, I think it's just more of, you know, if you have an easier way to get in, who is that hacker going to go for? Um, so something just another level of complicated might mean they're going to the next day or the next door. Right. And it's interesting because it's, um, I mean, nationwide, it's a conversation we've been having with, retailers about protecting their own businesses. Um, mm -hmm. And then it, it kind of turns that conversation around as like, well, consumers need to have the same sort of level of concern. And yeah, um, you know, I, I think your point about the the different level of how secure something is and whether it's recognized. And I, I know I, I'm not sure if you've um, seen or been following, but I know, you know, I think it was a few months ago, the, um, the, 
government announced that it was like launching a cyber trust mark. Uh, mm-hmm. So something that'll like look at product, right? And similar to, you know, you think of Energy Star in the appliance world and kind of what that's done for, um, you know, helping consumers that want to navigate sort of this vast world of appliances and find the most energy efficient product. Well, yeah. they're, they're, they're going to launch a mark that does the same for cybersecurity. So it'll, whatever those standards, I'm sure they're still being figured out and discussed and things like that, but whatever yeah. those standards end up being that determine whether a product is, you know, safe and secure, um, it'll get that mark as a, a, a cyber trust uh, certified product of sorts. Yeah. So it's things and like right that, right? Yeah, right now with you all certified, it's at least something. Um, It is quite expensive to do that. Um, So at this point in the game, it's kind of like you get what you pay for, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Where it just might be easier to hack Ring and Simply Safe are something more than nothing. Right. Um, But their price point is just easier, more more easily hackable. Right. What are those conversations like with consumers? Because I'm sure, you know, they're they're big names, right? Like they recognize those names and the fact yeah. that you're like, well, listen, here's here's the real deal. Like what how are you having those conversations or handling, you know, customers that come to you asking that sort of stuff? Yeah. I think it's complicated. I think a lot of people find it overwhelming to say the least. Um, and then it just becomes, well, isn't everything hackable? And it's like, well, <laughs> yes, uh, but there's levels. Um, so it's like, usually if you can get in front of people and have that conversation, um, about like, because we don't have that cheaper product, our stuff is just more expensive. Um, so explaining why it's more expensive, um, and like with ring, some of employees from ring were watching different cameras. Um, mm-hmm. so we can promise none of that is happening here. Um, so it's those types of conversations and honestly, the news around ring has made it easier for us to have those conversations, given the context of like why the security that we sell is better. It is more expensive. Um, but you know, you're getting something out of it. I love what that shows too about, um, you know, you guys and, and your decision to carry a product, right? Cause you know, the, it's easy to get kind of caught up in like, oh, well, everyone's going to know this. So it's easier to, it'll be easier to sell this, but you're, you're actually taking, I mean, call it a stand, if you will, um, you know, that you want to ensure that customers that come and shop through you, they're, they're getting that not only a good experience just in general, but the product at the end of the day that, you know, they're getting something they'll be able to trust that, that you trust. Um, so it kind of, you know, puts you as like that thought, not even just a thought leader, but just someone that they can, you know, turn to for advice in this world and on these products. And, um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. We hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Uh, and it, it's neat to see. And I mean, you know, how is a, uh, it kind of backing out of the cybersecurity talk, but you know, just the, the world of, um, security in general, like what you've gotten to see it kind of firsthand, you know, since the addition of it to the business and, and what it's done, um, you know, kind of circling back to that differentiator, right? So what what has it done? Like, have you seen a, a big impact on business because of it or um, the fact that you guys have this? It's like, I, I you don't often see appliance and security. Like, that, that's not the tag you see on a, a retail business. It's <laughs> no. usually like appliance and TV or appliance and furniture, uh, not appliance and security. So it, it's, it's definitely different. Yeah. Um, and I think because we have a lot of, you know, relationships within the community and things like that. Um, it's interesting now to where 
some people do know us from our security side of the business rather than yeah. the appliance side. I'd say most people obviously still know us from appliances, um, but those are like great relationships that we've built over time. Um, right now we're doing the city of Hagerstown for a bunch of cameras, um, which uses AI to help like track people. It's, you know, very inf- <laughs> interesting, <laughs> a little bit scary yeah. <laughs> um, how things change. Cause I was just watching um, a old Jason Bourne movie oh, yeah. where they had to watch all of the cameras to find Jason Bourne in, you know, f- over 50 cameras. But now there's AI technology he- that be able to say <laughs> that he has, he's wearing a certain thing. So yep. that scene completely changes yeah that i think <laughs> that whole that whole movie that whole concept would he'd be found in a second <laughs> yes. there wouldn't need to be three movies matt damon would be easily identified yeah <laughs> today which, just crazy it is crazy yeah. and it's um yeah i don't know it's, it's just one of those <laughs> that are a little a little scary um but at the same time you know the city is putting in these cameras and you, know, you get to play a role in the money is there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, the other thing too, and not even just from the security side, but like the the way of thinking as a business, the fact that you know you went after a market or a category rather that you know um, someone was interested in, right? It's just mm-hmm. kind of taking an idea and you know seeing how viable. I, I I'm sure there was a lot of work done behind the scenes to make sure it's something you wanted to do. Um, yeah. and a category you wanted to get involved in, but that mindset of being willing and open to kind of taking on a new and different um, venture for the business, I think is something that, you know, a lot of businesses could learn from. Yeah. I don't think it was easy. And, you know, sometimes it's always, you know, fun things where you use security and appliances and sometimes they get at odds with different things as well. Um, Our appliances is much more, I don't say we overly focus on luxury um, Mm -hmm. where the security is, as I said before, since we're much more focused on the quality of product, we are more yeah. focused on, I would say, the luxury equivalent sure. um, in, in security. So sometimes that can be at odds in terms of messaging. Um, but I think, you know, it's like getting in front of people, making that sales pitch and explaining why um, we are that way is really important. Um, and having dedicated employees that uh, work that as well is invaluable so absolutely um i think it became an easy transition because um mike bowers is passionate and that's he's led that division now for a long time oh that's awesome well uh, a cool story to follow and one i know you know we'll we'll continue to and knowing that you're a stone's throw um you know i'll keep an eye on it as well (laughs) yeah we we appreciate the uh time Callan. awesome to talk to you and catch up and learn a little bit about spikers and and what you guys are doing so it's uh Keep rocking it in that Hagerstown and other market. PA tri state, right? Like PA, West Virginia, yeah. and, and Maryland. It's Is that right? Down that 81 corridor. Yep. Okay. Um, so, so it cuts right through rural, all three. <laughs> but uh, <Yep>. yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Cool. Well, we appreciate the time and uh, you know, look forward to catching up again in the future, maybe in Vegas before we know it, if you're, uh, if you're <laughs> oh, there <gosh>. with us. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> At the Venetian. <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> Awesome. And a big thanks again to Callan for taking the time and diving into, uh, you know, not a, only her background and diving into the business and how she got into it, but also sharing those insights of, you know, how the Spikers team decided to go out into that security world and, and tackle a, a brand new vertical 
and not any, you know, not only tackle it, but really dive headfirst and uh, make a concerted effort to truly invest in the success of that new arm of the business. So awesome to follow that story and, and something we certainly will continue to do so. So appreciate her sharing that story. And as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast. And we'll catch you next time. Yeah.